Welcome to Oktoberfest 2019. And we are live. Welcome back to the Project X hey, Podcast. How you doing? Doing all right, Dave. It seems like it's been a little bit since we've done this. So speaking of which, I'm Alan Smith. I'm Big Dave. There we go. So we are back. We are still in Oktoberfest. Yay. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about a pretty controversial film in a lot of ways. Yeah, a groundbreaker at that. Very much. Very controversial and as it well. deals in the story of L.V. Kedward. Dum, dum, dum. Dum, Anyone dum, get that one? <laughs> yes, we're going to be talking about the Blair Witch Project. Yes. Um, I when we first started doing, started talking about doing Oktoberfest, this was one of the first movies that I put down on the list. Twofold. One, I really love the movie. Oh, I do too. But two, we just passed the 20th anniversary of this being released. Yeah, that's it true. It was on uh, July the 30th of 1999 was I, when it was released. Yeah. And I remember. Before we really get into the film, I want to, I want to talk a little bit about the lead up to it. Oh yeah, because this is literally the movie that set the viral marketing. Yes. Yeah, this is the standard. original. This this yeah. is the bar. Well, not only that, you have to remember where we were in '99 as far as the internet. Well, not only internet but television. Well, yeah, but I'm just talking about because like, the we internet. Were, we were in the middle of all of that. Um, reality TV garbage and documentary shows. Right, right. Well, but, but what I'm saying, though, is that in 99, 1999, the internet was just starting to become a, th- a, a big thing. You know, it wasn't just, you know, for about five years, it was something that was slowly making its way into our, into our homes. You would, you know, if you were in school, you messed around with it. You probably didn't mess around with it at work a whole lot. No, you know, not a whole lot. AOL ruled the a- internet. AOL chat rooms is where most of us grew up Absolutely. at the time. AOL keyword, you know, Blair, you know, whatever. And, and that's another thing that, in talking about that, the actual World Wide Web was not a thing yet. It, it was coming. It, it was kind of there. It, well, but it, the thing is, is that with the AOL, with the keywords... There, that was there for a reason to to show you like you would put the keyword in and then it would give you a list of you know this website has that word this what you know type stuff yeah to try to try to direct you to where you wanted to go but there wasn't really a there was no Google yes there was no you, Google there was no had, Yahoo yet you um, had Netscape next there was Netscape so so yeah and that kind of search engine wasn't quite there yet maybe Ask Jeeves. Maybe? No, 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 no that's, that's much later. Okay. That is much later. Um, you know, Prodigy had been a thing oh, for a while. Oh, I forgot about Prodigy. Anyway, so this was truly the first internet movie. Yeah. Of, oh, go to this website. You know, go check out, what was it? It was BlairWitchMovie.com or something like that, I think is what it was. Well, or, or it, it the, wasn't even that. Uh, no, there it were wasn't. several of them. Yeah, and but the official website, yeah. I forget what it was, and it was one of the things you could go there and they would have little um, mini docs that you could watch, you know, about 
and news stories. And news stories, yeah. So, well, in quotes, news stories. that Newspaper clippings. Yes, and, and so it was kind of giving you just a little bit of, oh, this is what you're getting into. For me, the two things that got me really interested in this movie, mm-hmm. and it's funny, especially talking about it 20 years later because they're, they're both so antiquated now, they were both print, newsprint items. Yeah. Uh, we have a... A local, I, I hesitate to even call it an alternative newspaper any longer. It's, it's an arts and... Yeah, it's called the Nashville Scene. It's been around for 30 years now. Yeah. And they... If you want to know what's going on in the arts community and well sarcasm... They really were back then an, an, alternative, an alternative newspaper yeah. because they weren't owned by any... They weren't owned by a big corporation yeah. yet. They, it, that would come. That's why I, I, in quotes, want to say alternative now. But the guy, his name was Jim Ridley, who is passed now, was the head of the of the movie division there. Yeah. He did a lot of the of the uh, reviews and that kind of stuff. And he wrote, I was I was at work goofing off. You know, and I, every every Thursday we would get the because they were their free papers. Well, Wednesdays. It was Thursday. When did they change it? Uh, it, it it moved back and forth at a couple, of, but back then it was Thursday morning. Because I always got mine on like Wednesday. Well, we would get them on Thursdays. Okay, <laughs> your delivery paper, your delivery. Yeah, something sucked. like that. Maybe, maybe it was Wednesday. I don't know. It's, yeah, it, that's twenty years and a lot of brain cells ago. Um, but it was one of those things that, that they dropped it off, and I'm flipping through, and you know, it's kind of like goofing off at work. I was working at a record store at the time, and and there was this article about the Blair Witch Project. And I remember reading it and him talking about having seen it recently. Yeah. And this was the first I'd heard about it at all. Really? At all. And it's because this was before they started the marketing blitz on it. Like the real, like, where you started seeing a lot about it. And this that would have been in, like, June of that year, maybe. Yeah. But through reviews like that is where a lot of the word of mouth on this thing really started. Oh, this person that, you know, that I respect their opinion is saying this is really good. And he was saying how how actually scary this movie was. Well, and I'm- so th- there was that. And so that, that first was the first thing that piqued my interest. Yeah. Then you started hearing a little bit more, and I found out from... Someone, because where I worked was around the corner from a movie theater, and we used to have a couple of people that would come in, yeah. and I asked them about it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we've you know we've heard this and blah blah blah," and they've got a website, and I remember going to the website when I got home, and kind of going and looking at it, and of course, this I had a fifty six k modem. 56.6 or whatever it was. Oh, you, you were know, high at, tech. Well, at the time, yeah. I was that still was, running a, a 2880. A 2880, yeah. 2880 pod. Oh, hey, yeah. And so it was one of those things that, you know, because my computer was pretty new. So it was one of those things I had that on there. And I went, and of course, I couldn't really watch anything because it just wasn't fast enough. Oh, you know, no. you would have to wait forever for it to, to, you know, for the buffering and stuff. Kids think you have a problem oh, with God, buffering. It was terrible back in the day. Anyway, so fast forwarding. As you know, you, I was hearing more and more and more about it. Um, I was on the way to Toledo, Ohio. Uh, me and uh, our friend Andy. Oh, had, you were headed for that Counting Crows. Was show. headed to Toledo yeah. to go to a concert, and we had really, literally like decided to go on the spur of the moment. 
of I got the tickets yeah. and said, hey, what are you doing Saturday? Oh, no, we're, we're, we're going to take off Friday, Friday night and drive to Toledo, all night to Toledo and go to the show. So, and when we were on the way, he had the, the latest issue of Rolling Stone magazine. And I tried to find it. I tried to find this print, you know, so we could talk about it for this. Yeah. And I even tried to find the magazine itself, and I wasn't about to pay the amount that they were asking for it anywhere <laughs> because I wasn't sure that it was the actual magazine or well, not. For that one thing, Rolling Stone wants an arm and a leg for the well. Back this is, but stuff. this it wasn't through them. It was an independent seller, you yeah, know. Yeah. And used to, I could find these things fairly easily. But, Cheap. but that's not the case anymore because they're just not around and nobody's collecting. You know. Why would you collect that magazine anymore? I, uh, I still pick up some of the old ones from time to time because some of the articles, the, the, the old older, ones, and that's yeah. what I'm talking about is the older ones. You know, so anyways, there was this two-page spread, like it was an article that was, or not article, but it was a uh, an advertisement. It was two pages, and it had the, and it had like the, the the black and the red, you know, the logo, oh, yeah. you know, that we, we we know so well. But along the bottom of it, it had a timeline across this two-page spread. Yeah. And it was it had all these dates and a story like, you know, like a, like a small little paragraph about this and that and there. And like I'm driving and this is like we're going through Kentucky at the time and I'm driving and Andy is reading these things like the different stuff like there's one of them about a um a kid that drowned in like two foot of water or something like that. No, it was inches. Inches. It was inches. inches. Yeah, it was real. And it was, it and wasn't they just they, they drowned. They claimed that they, a hand came up and, and grabbed them and grabbed them and, and drug them under yes, and, and they never found the body mm-hmm. and it was in inches of water. Right. And, you know, and a couple of different stuff like that. Of course, this is the middle of the night. We're in rural Kentucky and he's I'm reading all this stuff. I'm from rural Kentucky. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know how creepy it can be. Yeah. And, and it was literally one of those things where we were both like, Oh, okay. So, yeah, I can't wait to see this movie. <laughs> so. Yeah. See, I had actually picked it up a little bit earlier mm-hmm. than that. You know, we, we joke about the AOL chat rooms right, and all right, that. Right. But I, was, I did that, and there was a couple of message boards that I was also a part of. And this thing started showing up on one of the message boards that I followed. And there, the rabbit hole was deep. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because not only did you have the official leaked information about the movie right you actually had people it's kind of like mythology once you release a story out there and it gets to a certain point it starts taking you know form and shape of its own right and it grows on its own right now one of the things that for us living around here that was interesting is that oh there's this movie come out about the Blair Witch well, yeah. we have a local legend about the Bell Witch. Actually, that's literally just minutes from my but house. Where you live, yeah, I know. from where I live at. But yeah, it's like twenty minutes up the road from here. Well, you know, yeah. that, you know, and it's one of the, in Adams, Tennessee. And you know, of course, growing up around here, there's lots of stories you hear about. Oh, the Bell Witch. You know, this and that, and blah blah blah, and everything. And it wasn't until I was much older that I finally got a copy of the book yeah. and read it and found out what the actual story for that was sure. and everything. But it was still interesting. Um, and the other thing, for those of you that don't know, uh, the Bell Witch 
actually had its own movie called American Haunting. No, that I well, don't but even, it's I know I know it's I don't even claim because not only did they get the story wrong, they purposely tried to make the family look bad. I know in it, the movie, but it was one of those things and that it was that just was complete garbage. What it was based on real events. You no, know? it's garbage. But, it's it's not worth there are, there are plenty of other good things out there to get actual information about uh, lore the, Witch. the 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 podcast lore did a great yeah uh, episode about the bell witch i mean it's, and there's a couple of, of good it's of a, books you it, know, it's everything. a ghost story I, I hate to call it a ghost story it is though it I mean, is but it isn't yeah and see um, that's the whole but course, it, we're getting a little off the rails here but it's still I, one i'm of getting things. off the rails but it's, it's it was fine. documented by a president i know andrew jackson came through and it's one of those things that, having read the story, it wasn't even a witch. It was a yeah. spectral. It was a haunting. Is yeah. what it was. You know, it was a. But that's a whole other thing because there there was a, a, a supposedly there was a curse placed on the Bell family. And yeah. all this. Anyway, but you know, having it's very that, similar so that, to so the story it, in the yes. So that made it really interesting locally. And, you know, living around here, of like, yeah. oh, there's this thing called the, there's this movie come out called the Blair Witch Project, and we have this legend of the Bell Witch, and yeah. you know everything. Anyway, but that movie, and and at the top of this, I said that this was, it was a controversial movie because the reception was very, very like polarizing oh yeah there are people who absolutely love this movie My, i'm one of them i'm one Dave's of them one. there are people who absolutely hate this movie and, and partially it's because of the car sickness vomit i'm not even talking about that shaky work i'm stuff. not even talking about that i'm talking about people who hate this movie because they're like well why don't we ever see the witch well that's what makes it scarier dumbass you know you, you don't see the witch you know There's and that kind of stuff so there's an IQ issue there. <laughs> yeah, I said it. It may be. I, I said but it. But I mean, I did like, and, and, and I go back to the night that it was really, because I, I saw it opening night. Yeah. We're sitting there, again, and our friend Andy yep. are sitting there, and as soon as it's, I mean, it was one of those things I remember during that la- that final scene where they go into the abandoned house and all yeah. that kind of stuff, and I remember like about halfway through that whole sequence, all of a sudden realizing like man my arms hurt and it don't and after i was like what what is going on and i realized i literally was gripping, gripping the seat the seat you yeah. know and as soon as it was over you get that final shot and it cuts to black yeah andy and i just kind of like slowly turned and looked at each other with these huge eyes of like oh my god i can't believe we just saw that and then because of pack theater yeah. Hacked theater. This idiot in front of us stands up and goes, that's got to be the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Did I mention the IQ issue? <laughs> I know, I know. And it's like, I have an, another story from that same year of something very similar happening. Sure. In another movie that was being John Malkovich went and saw that and had the same problem. Oh, that was Somebody a at the movie. very end of it stood up and said, that would be the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. And I'm just like... I, this is why I hate going to the movies. Well, you know, it's <laughs> I love it, seeing movies. I hate going to the theater because of crap like this that. This is this is why I normally go at like the eleven o'clock mm-hmm. or the twelve p.m. showing because nine times out of ten I got the whole place to myself. If I can swing it, I usually like to wait until the Tuesday night after 
opening weekend and go to like the nine o'clock showing uh, see, because I, I wind up being, I, was, I said, if I can swing it yeah. because I wind up being the only person in the theater well, for one yeah. thing or one of a couple. And usually in that situation, you wind up sitting far apart from each other. Usually now I've had some strange where people have come in and sat down like right close to me. I'm like, dude, there's an entire theater. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Anyway, tangent again. It's usually a Sheldon issue where he's yeah. got to have the, the yeah the, the, the yeah the, I'll admit I'm a Sheldon because okay. I've got to have that seat. You got to have the buffer the, seat. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I've got to have the the perfect audio. Oh, center like right of in the, the center. Yeah. And, yeah exactly. Anyway, I know we've gotten off on a tangent here, but this movie because it's one of those things that, that kind of stuff happened. I, I I I talked you know after that it had been out for a week or so. You run into yeah. people like, oh, have you seen the Blair Witch Project? And especially in my job, because I would see a lot of people come through. And you're hey, still at the record store. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And I was like, "Hey, did you did you uh, did you see the Blair Witch Project?" And literally, it would be almost split. Oh, I love that movie. Oh, I hated that movie. Yeah. And very rarely did I hear. And I know I had heard that going in that you know there had been in test screenings that there had been some issues with people feeling car sick because the camera's shaky, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I'll, I'll admit it. It did it to me. Yeah. See, but I didn't have that problem. And normally, I do have issues with that kind of stuff. I'm, I do terrible with car sickness, which is why I usually have to drive everywhere I mm-hmm. go because if I'm driving, it, it's not an issue yeah, for some yeah. reason. I'm at a higher awareness of whatever. Okay. But the 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 camera work when they're running around chasing yeah, stuff yeah. I, I would have to at points close my eyes and take a deep breath or two because I would just I was getting ready to right um, hurl chunks yeah <laughs> I didn't have that problem but like again I rarely heard anyone use that as a as a um, an excuse for why they yeah. didn't like it. They usually just hated it because it was because it was not a traditional horror movie. No. That being said, actually, actually, if you think about it, it's more of a traditional horror movie along the Hitchcock. You know, Hitchcock. Right. It's a thrill. It, it, yeah. There's it, more suspense to it yeah. than there is anything. Um, it, it's the whole your imagination is worse than anything mm-hmm. that they could show you on film. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, does that mean I don't enjoy a good slasher flick? Of course you do. Absolutely. Okay. Sometimes I got to see the, the intestines hanging right. out. <laughs> but the other thing with this is that there was a real confusion with some people of whether or not this was real. Because that's the way that this was presented. Oh no, there was very much real confusion over. Right, that's what I'm saying. And, you know, and even to the point of where, like, you know, um, the, the actors Heather Donahue, Michael Williams, and Joshua Leonard all yeah. went on U.S. on uh, Good Morning America well, and were like, "Hey, they, we're here." They you know, were playing is, fictionalized versions of, of themselves, exactly. and then when they hit the talk show right. thing, there were people that were claiming that they were actors. Portraying right the the yeah, the, yeah. This, it, it was such a weird and again this was not the first found footage movie no but it's the one that really kicked off that that type of cinema over oh, the yeah. last twenty years is a very influential movie whether you liked it or not. <laughs> and, oh no, absolutely. You know, and, and you can say good or bad because there have been some good found footage movies like paranormal paranormal research. Uh, Activity, uh, uh, paranormal activity, activity. Yeah, it was a great one. The the first one was good. The second one was okay. Okay, and then and then every, after that, it was just kind of it, it's it's um it's a press moment. We got to squeeze all the money the, situation. The, the third one had some interesting ideas of how it was trying to do it. You know, with oh, like yeah. you know they've got the whole like the with the 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 camera on the oscillating fan. 
that was an interesting moment of like you knew that it, you were getting ready to see something you just didn't know when it was going to oh, happen yeah. but as far as the story it's like I didn't need all that backstory no you know two did enough of that and that that was fine I'll tell you the other thing with two I know there's another tangent the other thing with the second paranormal activity that kind of really drew me out of it is like the first one there was no one of note acting wise no. on there but in the second one there was an actor that I knew who she was because yeah. I had seen her on other stuff and I'm like ah this kind of they I know messed it up. yeah I was like this would be one of those things where you use people who are not well known at all and, like, and she wasn't really well known but she was known yeah so there there was that situation anyway back to this one all th- these three people not known at all no yeah this was all something that was done in fact I think all three of them were in college or just out of college yeah or, so they were around our age or, or hadn't you know. been working very long they were yeah they were because they had they had filmed it two years prior i think it was or a year prior or something and yeah of course then they went and yeah through the film you know trying to get distribution which you, they got eventually you you heard how they did the auditions for this right uh-huh. so they had a space and they put out a, a cattle call mm-hmm. for auditions and when you walked in, there was a sign at the beginning of the building, and I think it was Michael that was telling this, mm-hmm. that said, this movie will be physically demanding. You will go camping. You will get wet. You, you, you will. Know, <laughs> he's like, if you can't handle any of this, leave now. don't even bother to audition. Right. And then they get in there, and there's a. they basically get in there. They sit down at a table. There's a group of people across from them. They don't greet them. They don't say anything to them. They haven't looked at their film. They say... You're about to be up for parole. Convince us why you should be on parole. Oh, okay. And then they had to... Which is perfect because, yeah. And then they had to improvise and convince them why they should get parole and get out of prison. Which is... And actually, Heather, and one of the directors said that out of all of everybody that auditioned, Heather was the only one that looked at him and goes, I don't think I should. There you go, and that's that's the person you want in your movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because the the way that they shot this, because I've seen several behind the scenes things where they talked about it. Yeah. They literally they were like, okay, they sent them out into the woods with this camera, you know, with a couple of cameras. They had a they had a high eight. They had high eight, which then, a lot of it was shot on, right? And then they had a handheld. They had a CP sixteen. Yes, and that so they had to um, they had to be trained on how to use. They actually went out and did test footage and all that. Yes, and actually the conversation where you hear. Um, Oh, Josh, the long hair, the hippie. Yes, Josh. Yep. Um, the hippie. The hippie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen to me. <laughs> the um, long-haired guy with the beard, the redhead. Mm, yeah, yeah, me, yeah. <laughs> um, the conversation in the movie where you hear, is, where he was talking about it, it's the difference between meters and feet. Yes. Meters and feet. That was an actual conversation that they were having because he was pretty sure he had just screwed up a bunch of film Oh, because okay. he had, he had shot it at the wrong distance, and he was pretty sure all of it was going to be out of focus. Oh wow! But it turned out to be okay. Yeah. They uh, anyways, but what, what would happen is that they were they had some training. Yeah. They were sent out. They were given the audio was recorded on DAT. Yes. They were they were given instructions basically of walk this way. They actually there were two GPSs. Mm-hmm. They had one for the producers and the directors, and they went out and set all the the waypoints. Right. And then they programmed all those waypoints into the GPS that they gave the actors. And they had to follow those waypoints. And when they got to the waypoint, there would be a milk crate with a bicycle reflector flag Mm -hmm. so they could find it. And then there would be three 35-millimeter canisters, the old film canisters, Mm -hmm. that would have their instructions in it. 
Yes. And that's the whole thing. They would give instructions. They weren't given scripts. Nope. At all. They were kind of like, you know, whether it was walk this way or you're going to encounter something or something is going to be following you or whatever it is. And they just had to act off of it. And you got to, knowing that, that this film is 100% improv. Yeah. (laughs) You got, it's like, wow, that's pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah. Quite honestly. The, the only, they actually had, um, Heather's monologue where mm-hmm. she's apologizing to everybody her and all that. And everything, yeah. Um they had actually written out a very detailed monologue for her to do and they ended up just looking at her and going um you know what's going on. Yeah, you saying, yep. you need to you need to apologize to everybody for what you've done. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the thing with like at the night stuff yeah. when they're in the, the tent, all the stuff you hear on the outside is the the directors, directors and the producers. Like, yeah, they're they're doing all that. Like they gave them no like we're gonna come and, and mess with you. Yeah. They just came and messed with them. Yeah. And that was it. So it was pretty it's pretty interesting knowing all that. What clouded things even more about whether or not this was real or not was that the sci fi channel about a week before it was released to theaters had a show on called Curse of the Blair Witch. Yep. Now, we were going to sit down and watch this, and one of us, <clears throat> I did it, did I, not do their homework, and because I actually found a, a copy of it um, a, a while back at a thrift store on VHS, which is really cool. Uh, but Dave watched it, and I had I have seen it before, I found but it it's on been YouTube. A, yeah, I know it's on YouTube, yeah. but I, it's been a long, it's been years since I've watched it. it. It's like the the thing that it made me think of instantly watching it was. Scully and Mulder would be watching this in the show. Yes, yeah, because it, it's yeah, that it, kind of quality. It, it the sense. music is that kind of quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, well, it was the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> and the X Files were was the hottest thing around. At yeah, the time, even you know in ninety nine. So this tell is us def- a little bit about. I mean, well, I know it, it's 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 a mockumentary based. It's based, but it's it's treating it like this is a real subject. It was released like this was a documentary about some found footage. Mm-hmm of a documentary that was being made. Right. And they literally... Do they go through, like... They go through the timeline. Okay. Starting out with... Um, oh, I just lost her name. The actual... with Oh, um, Evie... Evie uh, Kedward. Yeah. You know, about what happened to her, how it started. Okay. They, they run through... Um, they actually hired actors. One of them was, like, a folklorist at the local... Um, like college or something. Yeah, they had the the local historian who was disputing the folklore guy at the college, and I hate that because yeah, I know the, the folklore guy came off looking like a jerk, and yeah. that that irritates me because my minor was in folk <laughs> studies. <so laughs> we, we actually kind of believe in stuff a little bit more than what this guy was coming yeah, off. Well, then it runs through, um. And it basically goes through, you know, about every 50 years, something happens to bring yes. this back up, yes. including a, an old hermit that dragged a bunch of kids out in the woods and killed them in his house and then came to town and was like, I'm finally finished. I'm finally finished. And when they would go out to figure out what he did, you know, they find all these dead kids. And he's right. like, well, you know, the witch told me to do it. I keep hearing these voices in my head and she told me to do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it goes right up to, you know, the disappearances of the three college kids. Right, yeah. And again, they presented every bit of this like it was fact. Yeah. So that blurred the lines even more. And at the end of the mockumentary, they released Artesian 
films will release the documentary on this date. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know, so it was like... So, yeah, they really they really leaned into this. I think. Oh, they, they leaned into it. I'll tell you something else that's really cool is the at the beginning of the movie, when they're going through and doing... They're talking to the townspeople. They're doing yeah. interviews. Every bit of that was literally they went up to somebody and said, "Hey, we're film." We're well, there was there was there was they actually had some actors planted in okay. the town, and the the three actors didn't know about it. Okay, so they were getting real people interviews, and they were getting actor interviews. Okay. Well, I know that the one the woman that's got the little kid, yeah, and she's telling the story, and the kid starts going, "No, don't tell the story," and covering her mouth. Yeah, none of that was planned. The kid just started acting that way. Yeah, and then they were saying, luckily, they got it all on camera. So that, yeah. and that's a very genuine what you would see of a, a three year old hearing something scary and going, "No, I don't want to hear this. I don't don't no don't don't tell the story." You know, yeah. so uh, yeah. So that, well, and what a lot of folks don't know is that was not the only mockumentary that was made for the Blair Witch. Okay. There was one for store, uh, Showtime did called the Burkittsville 7. Yes. Which leaned more heavy into the... The mythology of the... Well, the mythology, but also very much into the the guy who heard the voices that killed the seven kids, which okay. is why it's called the Burkittsville 7. So, okay. Well, that's cool. I, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch this. Yep. But it's this is really... Unfortunately, they didn't stop at this movie. They they should have stopped. At yeah, this they movie. made a horrible movie like two years later called Book of Shadows: The Blair Witch Project. And it is part two, garbage. Which we talked about in a previous episode of the worst you know installments in horror franchises. Yeah, so. <laughs> it it is definitely the yeah. Ooh. And then just a few years ago, they did they it was just called it. Blue, Blair Witch and. I didn't bother to watch it. It's all right. You they, actually you actually spent money I've, on it. No, I didn't spend money on it. I watched <laughs> it when it was on like HBO or something when I already had. You yeah, know, okay. um, it. They they try to t- to put the, the the first movie and this one together where it's Heather's brother, like his, her younger brother, who's been searching for her for all this time. You know, he was little when she disappeared. Oh, so and, it wasn't a it wasn't a reboot. No, 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 no. And they do a lot of stuff with drones and you know and that kind of stuff of like scouring. So it's still it's still a found footage film in a lot of ways. So Heather's brother disappears also. And it's something like that. Yeah. Mm. And and but it's just kind of a yeah. It's not bad. It's not good, but it's not bad. I don't want you know, to watch it, but I now know, I feel like I, I ought to. I know it's just, very, it's very mediocre. I'll tell you that right now. And there are some stuff too with like the the way that they use the the drones and stuff like that, where it's like there is no, and they also use GoPros. It's like drones and GoPros. Oh, so basically they tried to just update it. With yeah, better and, equipment. And but it's still one of those things where it's like there's no way you would get that shot. That, like there's no way that you would get that shot, you know, if that's what yeah. you were really using. And there, obviously, there was some, there was another camera person there, you know. And yeah. so it's, I, you know, now that I think about it, didn't that movie come out in like the height of all the ghost hunting television shows and it all that? May have. I think. Let's see. When it came out, I think it was about four or five years. Because ago. you had you had ghost it came hunter. Came out in 2016, so it was only three years ago. Yeah. Okay, so you had ghost hunter still going on. You yeah, had you, um, uh, you ghost, ghost adventures, adventures and you got paranormal witness. Yeah, and all that. Um, yeah, it, it really did kind of follow a lot of that, of that that okay. stuff. Another so. tangent. Mm-hmm. They're getting ready to relaunch Ghost Hunters. That's what I heard. So. Um, with um, not Jason, the other one. 
I can't think of his name. I don't remember. I, I never watched basically, that show. So. Basically, Jason and his partner have split. Okay. The partner is taking over Ghost uh, Ghost Hunters, and Jason and Dave and the other guy. I can't think I of his name. Uh, have, I'm just, they're starting their own show on the Travel Channel. I'm just waiting for him to reboot uh, Finding Bigfoot, but just Bobo. And that's it. Dude, and, I love that show. And all it's going to be is just him like bumbling around and falling off of stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That big show, that Bigfoot show was great. Uh, I, I think the, again, we're getting off on a tangent here, but I think the best thing I ever heard about that is some people actually in the community, you know, for like, you know, like started calling it. They, they said they should rename the show Not Finding Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't you say it, Bigfoot isn't real. We just shot at him up here at Baron. <laughs> There's at the caves up there, you know. There's definitely a squatch in these hills. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's the show that gave us the terminology squatch, you know, or gone squatching, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I still can't take that word seriously because it sounds like you took a dump in the I woods. I know, I know, I know. So, anyway, um, but yeah, that's kind of, th- there has been some, other, and I found, I didn't get a chance to read it, but um, IDW did, a, and it's, it's it old like it came out way back a Blair Witch a comic oh that, really yeah and I, I, I actually I found it a couple of months ago and I can't find it now it's somewhere here in the house it's just like the witch did it <laughs> may have you know that's one of the going back to the Bell Witch yeah the the book that was written I forget what it's called like the official book that was written by like one of the descendants of the Bell family yeah I can't pull it right now myself that that book like people again going to this is a local a local legend but I know people older people who swore up and down that if you had a copy of that book that at some point the bell witch would come and take it off of your shelf and I even went to church with a guy who said he was like he was adamant about that's what happened to his copy well, I, I know a guy who has had to replace his copy three times yeah, so, and it I keeps mean, disappearing so uh, be- because make of, of that the, what you will so. because of the vicinity where I live yeah. let's just say that everybody up around that area is very respectful yeah, yeah. of Kate you know one of the at yeah, Kate exactly that's that was that's her name and that's one of those things I know we're coming up on or we're in Oktoberfest but we're coming up on they have a festival every year yeah and, and I since you live up that way I may have to come and like impose on you to like for us to go up there just as a find out the information because yeah. um, I'm sure the wife would love to go to because okay. that's and I haven't been to Adams in years oh I, I haven't it's either it's been a long time so but yeah here's one other thing about the Blair Witch Project that in the aftermath talking about people who didn't know or you know who were confused of whether or not it was a real you know this really happened or if it was a movie or blah 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 the other thing is that I cannot tell you how many arguments I got into with people about whether or not it was a true story. Uh, and I'm the actual Blair Witch. Oh, yeah. You know, of, oh, the, no, this, you know, and I, I heard people like, no, this movie was fake. You know, they, they did all that stuff, but she was an actual witch in that area. Yeah, I've heard that too. And I'm like, no, that's not well, true. The the writers flat said they made up every bit of this. Well, I think so. I think what made it really confusing around here was, was because the Bell Witch, exactly. the fact that we had yep. the Bell Witch exactly. up there. there. I've actually heard people look at me and go, you know, that it's actually about the Bell Witch, it's but like, they no, changed all the names. Yeah, yeah it's, I know, I know. It's like, dude, there was not a cave in the story. Anywhere. I know, I know, and that's yeah. So it's, I think, I. 
I haven't watched it as recently as you probably have, but I, I know a couple of years ago I sat down, like I said, I've got a, I've got a Blu-ray of it over yeah. there, and I popped it in and watched it, and was like, no, this movie still holds up. Yes, I, it I mean, does. even knowing what you know about how the movie ends and all that kind of stuff, it still holds up really well. It it creeps me out. Yeah, uh, there, there is was, something if on a night like this, oh, if yeah. you sit down and you and you turn the lights down low and just put that in and watch it, you're going to get a little creeped out. And I don't get creeped out by a lot of stuff. Oh, I don't either. But, but that one creeps me out, especially when you get to that final end sequence. That especially if I watch it here and then have to drive home out <laughs> yeah, to where I, I live. Know, at. I know. You know. <laughs> Funny story about. Okay, yeah. I got to tell the story before we get out of no, here. No, go because ahead. I, I, I'm pretty sure that Andy is probably going to listen to this, <laughs> and he would kill me if I didn't tell this story. Okay. Okay. So I had you remember I had a I had a for years and years I had a '94 Jeep Wrangler. Yes. Okay. The, so the red. The red. Beast. Yes. And I love that that vehicle, but this was like I said, middle of the summer. Yep. It was a night, you know. And doors we had, and top were off. Every bit of it. I, I, I legit had no doors or top on this thing. So I, Andy and I, after we got finished watching the movie, we went to Waffle House. As you should. Yes. And then after that was over, I was giving him a ride back to his place. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, actually, I wasn't. I, wasn't, I was not taking him to go pick up his vehicle, which was actually at someone else's house. But it was still yeah. in the area, you know. Yeah. And this was a little more secluded than where he lived. But it was still. Oh, yeah. You know, there were still a lot of There were still a lot of houses and stuff. Anyway. So. <laughs> I don't know why he. Why this happened exactly. Anyway, so I get there. And he gets out and like, all right, man, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, okay, cool. Apparently, Andy had left his keys in my vehicle or whatever. So, and I wasn't paying attention. I had literally, he got out of the driver's side. I looked over my right side or my left side, you know, to, to back up. Yeah. And when I turned back around, for some reason, Andy decided to do his Sasquatch walk, which is basically him putting his hands over his head and kind of waving them back and forth, and like running. <laughs> and he's running next to the vehicle doing this. And all of a sudden, I turn around and I see this, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> it "Scared the crap out of me." <laughs> and that's that's one of the stories that I have associated with this movie that oh, night. That's you know, great. So, oh, and the other one. <laughs> There's one other story actually preceding it. So I was working at the record store. Yeah. There was a um, little Andrew worked with us, and oh, he was yeah, 16 yeah. at the time. I remember it. And, um, of course, he it, it was an R-rated movie, and the, the movie theater right there was kind of a stickler about yeah. carding people. And I was in my mid-20s. Yeah, I think I was like 25 when it came out or something like that. Yeah, I was 25. And so it was one of those things that, like, I went to go buy tickets because I knew I was getting off work late. And yeah. so, you know, I'm going to get tickets. And he was like, hey, man, could you buy tickets for us? And I'm like, sure, no problem. You know, so he gave me the money and everything, and I went down there. So I go up to the window, and I'm like, hey, I want to like to buy, you know, four tickets for, or was it, or it was three tickets, because I was buying for myself and then one for him and one for his yeah. friend. I was like, I need three tickets to uh, um, Blair Witch Project at blah, 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 you know. And the guy's like, um, do you have ID for everybody that's going to get these? And, like, the manager is right there, too, you know, and it's like this young kid who's selling you or whatever i'm like what do you mean you know and the manager's like yeah you know we can't have you coming and like buying tickets for people who aren't oh, 17. like you're you buying yeah. booze for underage and kids i go or something. and i just look at him and i go i'm buying tickets for my kids 
and there was this pause of like the guy sat there and looked at me and I know that he knew I wasn't old enough to have kids that would be going to this thing but he they sold me the tickets anyway so. <laughs> but it was there was at that moment where he's sitting there looking at me going i know he was doing the math in his head like this guy can't be older than maybe 25 and if we do the math and his maybe the oldest his kids could be was like seven and is that really responsible for his little bit bringing a seven-year-old kid to go see this movie that's that's not really my place to say if that's the kind of parent he's gonna be i'll go ahead and sell to this white trash Mm -hmm. So yeah, so I, I I basically lied to the the manager of the the theater to buy tickets for kids who were like a year off from being old enough to yeah. see the stupid movie. So, and yeah, so you know, it's, that was it's not like I didn't see Friday the Thirteenth Part Three oh, when I was yeah. in like fifth grade I know. or something. I mean, that's which, by the way, gave me nightmares for like weeks <laughs> afterwards. That was actually my um, my you know, my first two horror movies. I was going to say, you know what? We, we let's reserve that okay. because let, let's do an episode sometime about like our first R-rated movies in the theaters or or even or whatever. Because okay, yeah, I actually yeah. have a, a, a fairly good one. So, oh really? Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, for the next episode, I guess maybe. I don't know if that'll, well, that won't really be Oktoberfest, but well. we can record it for maybe right, right after Oktoberfest. Or yeah, something. okay. <laughs> so anyways, that's uh, the Blair Witch Project. Definitely go see it. I recommend it. I recommend yeah, it. Yeah, it's like give it, you know, two thumbs up here, you know. And I'll, um, I'll give it double horns. Double horns, there you go. Double horns. <laughs> for you wrestling fans, we give it a two sweet. So, uh, any, yeah, there's like two people who's laughing about that. So. Wow, you went there. <laughs> I, that, I can't even believe that. <laughs> So anyway, uh, I am Alan Smith. I'm Big Dave. You Whoa. can actually find us at um, yeah <laughs> projectxpod.com. Um, you can also find us on at project. It's on Twitter at projectxpod. Yes, uh, I actually have a Twitter on there also. It's at Big Dave Xpod. Yes, um, there is a Facebook page. Yes, Project X Podcast. Go and look that up. Yep. Uh, there, you can also get in touch with us if you. Um, uh, there's a Gmail account. It's Project X Pod. At, at, or is it Project X Podcast? I can, we can never remember this. We can never this. remember this. You should remember this. <laughs> I, I don't think I have it on my phone to even look at it. I do. Hold on. Hold on. So, it's Project Project X Pod at gmail.com. Yeah, Everything's X. It's pod. It's not podcast. And so. are we still working on the Instagram or is it up and running? Or? Uh, it is, but it is. It, it's, but I don't remember what because it's. We had an issue with Instagram where we tried to claim our claim it, yeah. and it just would not let us for some reason. Even though there is no one that has that, but it keeps telling us that it's been claimed, and it, it's a weird thing with Instagram. If, if you have claimed our Instagram name, yeah. let loose of it, or we will come go, and find if you. If you go to projectxpod.com, we will have all of that information up there. Yeah. every single thing that you can you can get to it there so that, that's that's your I, I know that even now that's kind of antiquated in and of itself to actually have to go to a website because everybody has you know apps or yes. or you know or whatever so but yeah but that's okay I'm an old man well, I still like my physical media it's cool you know and that that's uh and besides that everybody has an opinion and, and yours sucks it's I of course the only opinion we all agree on is that heroin leads to any better <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go ahead and hit that pony one more time. That's right. Well, I'm Alan Smith. I'm Big Dave. Have a good one. See ya.